Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. Hello and welcome to the Woo Woman podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me. We became Instagram friends and started riffing it up in there. And it evolved into bringing her onto this podcast because I sensed that she had something very deep and powerful to share with all of you. So I'm stoked to have Erin Petrozola here. She is an ever-evolving subconscious, somatic, and energy space facilitator. And thank you so, so much for carving out the time and the space to be here with us and to really impart to us these nuggets of wisdom in these areas of our lives that really sometimes can sometimes be overlooked or misunderstood. So thank you again for being here within this space. I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, just to speak my own truth, it's Erin Panzarella. Um, Sorry, Panzarella. Sorry, you told like, me beforehand too. <laughs> I was like, you know, those uncomfortabilities that kind of come through and you're like, I, I gotta say it, I gotta do it. Usually yeah, I'm kind of totally, like, totally uh, usually it. I'm kind of like, you know, it's fine. This is it, but here we are. I just did like a throat chakra healing with some friends the other day. And I feel like the throat <laughs> is like, Say it, girl. <laughs> Say it. Listen, I feel you. Correct me whenever I'm incorrect. <laughs> no shame at all. <laughs> nope. So tell us a little bit about how you came into the space of energetics and what you currently do and how you share it into this world and how you help others step into their own energetics and somatic and subconscious reprogramming and work. Yeah, it's a ever evolving story. Um, my dad passed away when I was very young. So it was 11 days before my fifth birthday. And that kind of led me to believe that I was a victim. Um, if you do subconscious work, if you don't, um, they usually say that between the ages of zero and eight, that's usually where you form your belief system. I'm, I'm going to assume that people of this podcast probably know about yeah. that, but I didn't recognize that obviously. So I really thought that my version was the only version. I thought that was truth. So I navigated in the space, in the world as a child, preteen and teenager, as someone who really just was constantly thinking that they were a victim, you know, unresolved grief ran the show and we're not taught how to heal in a lot of ways. Um, no one really talked about grief either. It was a very still, but getting better, um, uncomfortable thing to speak about and people don't know how to approach it. So when I was younger, I kind of was like, why is someone talking about this? And then I thought it was wrong to talk about it because I would kind of show up at places and be like, my dad died. Like it was the first thing that would come out of my mouth. So I deeply identified with it, but also everyone was like, oh, what do we do? No one knew how to handle it. So I 
navigated with that mindset until my early 20s. Um, I went to college my first year. I had a very traumatic experience where I was completely cast out from a group of girls. And it just instilled that belief that I was not the same. I was so different and no one understood me. And I just felt that so deeply. I went into a serious depression. I started to experience very heavy anxiety and I really didn't want to be here. It just felt like everything was so dense, heavy. Mm. And my mom has been a Reiki healer, a Reiki master for many, many years. So I had that seed planted of the spiritual, but I was very resistant to it. My mom was doing it. It was weird. I didn't know anyone else doing it. So I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, no, but (laughs) I started to see different areas of her life that shifted. She planted that seed for me. And I remember she had a ticket. So this like numerology event and couldn't go because she was going on vacation. She's like, do you want to go by yourself? And I was like, yeah, I'll go. And I kind of needed that opening to go somewhere without her to be open and show up and really be present. And ever since that day, it felt like it was in a space where people understood me. I didn't really know what was going on, but I started becoming open to something bigger. I kind of rejected the idea of a higher power when my dad passed away because he was very religious. So I think I just was like, if there's a God, he's horrible, did this to me. So why would I believe in him? And I started to, again, in my early twenties, open back up to the sense of a higher power that something bigger was going on. And I've been following that seed that was planted and now blossoming ever since. Um, It's evolved so much. Like, I think if I had come on here maybe six years ago, I would have thought I had it all figured out. I was very much spiritual bypassing, um, thinking only looking at the positive. And then I started to get into shadow work and it's really evolved there. And now I'm sort of like light work and shadow work. And how do we embrace everything? How do we em- embrace this human experience? Most of all, um, that's really where my work lies. So how do we bring it into the body? How would we move it through the body? And then also connect to the spiritual. So I do that in many different ways, um, also ever evolving. So recently I've been very much connected to breath work. Um, That's something that came in through my yoga practice years ago, but now I'm seeing a daily practice of breath work really moves things through the body. And I'm getting, uh, I'm gonna be a facilitator soon. My graduation is this Thursday and I'm just noticing how important it is to move things through the body. And then one of my like most passionate things of life is the Akashic Records. I hold space for people in the Akashic Records, which has just been an ever evolving process as well. Initially, I was just doing channeling, um, which was very taxing on my body. Mm. Just, I opened up my channel. It was like a very beautiful awakening that happened within many other awakenings. I don't think we ever have one awakening. I think it's something that keeps unfolding. Yes. So in late January, 2021, um, I started to hear messages in a way that I never heard them before. And I started to do channeling and energy healing and energy healing I've been connected to for a while. And I was like, oh, I got to share this, you know? And I started to do channelings and I was like feeling terrible, horrible after, like just something was not a lot. Now I know if that's happening, there's something to figure out, you know, there's something that's not in alignment, but I knew that I needed to bring forward messages. I just couldn't figure out how. 
And then Akashic Records came into my field and I was like, I'm going to get certified in Akashic Records. I didn't really think I needed it, but I just wanted to see a little bit more about it. And now when I hold space in the Akashic Records, which if you don't know what it is, um, I like to describe it just as an infinite library of all events of the past, present, and future. And we may access this infinite wisdom when we connect in the Akashic Records. And when I channel, quote unquote, in that space, um, just so much beauty comes through and it's really personalized, reads off the energy of who I'm you know, speaking and connecting with in that moment. And it's just something that it allowed me to bring forward messages in an untaxing way on the body. It's like a container. Mm -hmm. um, so that is something I'm so passionate about. I love doing it. And I'm trying to really navigate how to fit all these different pieces of me into my work. Because there's so many things that I think are so important. And I want people to connect on the somatic level, on the energetic level, and really, and the subconscious level, and really connect all these things into my work and my purpose. So that's a little bit <laughs> behind the scenes of what's yeah. been going on. It's so, it's so fascinating because I think now, and I don't know if it's just who I'm beginning to, to draw into my awareness, but I think there are so many facets. And the only way that I can really describe it is like, you have a diamond and there's so many different facets of that diamond that let the light through. And, you know, way back when I was like yoga, the end all be all. And now that has been, you know, kind of eradicated because it's, bringing in bits and pieces of everything, meditation, breath work. I do, you know, subconscious work and reprogramming, hypnosis, all these different layers and aspects because we are that multifaceted. And there's so many different ways in order to let the light in. And, you know, when we, when we allow ourselves to work with those different facets, we end up extending that light back out, right? We not only let it in, but we're able to, to freely extend it. So a lot of practitioners these days, which I absolutely love, are embracing all these different components. You know, I was a nurse, went to holistic nursing, went to yoga teacher training, meditation, tarot, like the whole nine, all these different little components. And they're so rich each individually, but even more so when you, when you bring them together, like you said. A thousand percent. And I just think it's so beautiful that we're finally understanding, like we're not meant to fit in a little box. No, thank God. <laughs> oh my God. Thank God. That saved my life when I recognized it 10 years ago, but now it just keeps like, I keep learning different things and I'm like, oh my God, I don't, I'm never going to have it all figured out. And I don't have to, let me no. be excited by this unfolding instead of thinking that every little thing is the end all be all. Like you said, like right. I can so resonate with thinking like, oh, I'm going to do it like this. And then you get into your mind, oh, I have to do it like this because I've done it like that before, but that's not the way this life works. No, because oh, how boring. You, yeah, it's not, not only boring, but it like cuts you off of the flow. You know, I listened to a quote and um, I think it was Abraham Hicks. I was listening to that um, Infinite Intelligence podcast. And she said that where like you've gotten this far, right? There's no way you can't be successful. Now it's time to get back to having fun because we get so logical, right? That we lose the heart almost, right? And it's like, no, 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 no. Go back to when you first started doing your shit and you were like excited and creative. Like just because you're getting a little bit more organized and refined doesn't mean you take away that richness of creativity and flow, right? Oh my God. Sometimes I, happens. I know. And I just am laughing because- I 
connected with Abraham Hicks years ago because of my mom. And I just reconnected like last week. And I've been listening really? to the infinite, the infinite intelligent podcast. I've been listening to nonstop. I did it right before I came onto this podcast. Um, and I just started doing that again. So I just love the synchronicity there. <laughs> yeah. I've been listening to that podcast probably for the past, like I, like, like you said, I've reconnected for some strange reason, I would say maybe like a month or two ago. And I've just been listening and these, these nuggets that I've heard before, but they hit different when you're in a different space in your journey. And it's so powerful, like, like an extremely new perspective than I did back then, you know? So it's so, it's so amazing. It's so amazing how the universe just works in such magical ways, magical, magical ways. I know. And I like, I think that's been such a key part is like, I get proof all the time. Yeah. As soon as I became open to it. Yes. It's like the universe winks at you and it's like, yeah, got you. I see you, I hear you. I'm here. I'm with you. <laughs> I love it. So, um, Aaron has a podcast, Everyday Perspectives, and I ended up listening to a couple episodes and there were a couple of times when you were channeling the Akashic Records and I had just, you know, kind of fingered through, um, your episodes and I just hit a couple and they were so resonant. And I think that within all of us, there is an aspect that can tap into what we would consider. I mean, I don't like labels because I feel like it just kind of, again, puts you in this box, but into this infinite intelligence, right? Like, so to speak. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but up, up. <laughs> Literally. Right. So it's like this infinite intelligence that like we all have access to. Right. But there are times where we forget and there are times where we're so caught the fuck up in, like you said, this human experience. And sometimes this human experience can be fucking weird and messed up and emotional and chaotic and all these different things. And that, you know, pulls us away from that inner intelligence. And there are so many people within, you know, that have seeked me out and talked to me. And it's like, I want you to do, I'm like, but you got it too. Like you, like we all are equipped when coming into this human experience to really connect to a deeper wisdom within our being that is connected to something beyond our body. Right. And when we are open, like you said, and we're able to slow ourselves down, we meet that. Whether you're quote unquote spiritual, I think everyone is spiritual, right? Because this whole experience is spiritual. But when you when you tap into that sense of spirituality within you, that is when you're able to tap into that intelligence. And we've all tasted it at some point in our life. Like there's no way that the universe will create us with this intelligence. And we've not been able to tap into it once. It's the understanding that it's like a muscle, you know, like you go to the gym, you can't go buy a body, right? You can't go buy, like, I want this size tits, this size hip, this size lips. Like you can't do that, right? Like you got to go to the gym and you got to work out for that body. And it's the same with spirituality. It's the same with the body and the mind, right? And it's, it's the holism of all of that working together that really brings about that sense of connection to infinite intelligence. Oh my God, entirely. And 
I feel like it's really easy to forget that it's a muscle. Like you're just like, oh, I don't have it. I've even been there myself along the spiritual journey. I'm like, maybe I lost it. maybe, Maybe it's gone from me. And I do think that there are points in our life where it is quieter, you know, it's not as obvious and that's the way it's supposed to be in that moment. Again, the human experience of it, but it is so powerful when you intuitively and consciously connect to that intuition, Mm. when you're really working out that muscle, I know it's like hard sometimes to make time to meditate, but if you continue to do it, that voice is going to get louder and you're not going to be able to ignore it. And there's just so much beauty in continuously connecting to it. But I even get in my head, I'm like, well, I'm forcing myself to connect. So maybe I shouldn't connect because like, I don't have to do everything every day, but then I do return to the practice. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel like a different person. Oh my God. (laughs) It's so true. And you know, the human experience of what I define as like expansion and contraction, there's moments where you're meant to grow, expand, and there are are moments that you're meant to kind of work in. And that is all throughout nature. And I don't know about you, but whenever I'm on vacation and I'm able to not be within the default world and be in nature and not have the responsibilities, we're naturally meant to be in that intelligence. And I think and feel as though when you're in that like vacation mode in nature, like Costa Rica is like, forget it. Every time I'm there, it's like, like, it's so undeniable for me. Right. And it's like, girl, it's like a smack in the face. It's like, this is your natural state. You need all these other modalities in the default world to reconnect to your default state, because you weren't meant to live in this like societal construction site, essentially. Oh my God. (laughs) Sorry. No, go give it to me, girl. I've never been to Costa Rica, but that's where I'm planning my honeymoon. And I'm, Oh my God. (laughs) Holy moly. I mean, synchronicities sprinkled (laughs) all over this (laughs) and that's just it. Right. It's, it's this ability to know that there is a like a higher power and a higher energy that's kind of weaved into this process and when when we're able to tap into that however we choose to and everyone has a favorite modality or particular you know modality that they tap into it's so beautiful to taste and you know with with what you were saying with regards to breath work, breath work has been a huge part of my own personal growth. And it is such a, your breath, when you breathe in is borrowed, when you give it back out, like it's borrowed, right? It's, it's, it's a borrowed breath that if you didn't have within a couple seconds, your life would be lost, right? And that breath of life that moves within us is like the breeze and the wind and the breath of the world, right? Like giving us life. And when I've been in breath work practices with um, powerful, powerful sessions with sound healing and everything else, you almost tap into a, I've had out-of-body experiences I've had moments where I was brought back to God knows when different lifetimes and the breath 
because it's our life force, essentially, when we manipulate it in such a way, it activates our DNA and it activates our physical composition, which in turn affects our mind, our body and our spirit. And if you could speak to that a little bit, because I know that that is a practice that you also resonate very much with. And do you use breath work when you tap into the Akashic records and that component too, and how you kind of bring all these beautiful modalities into like this connected state of, of essence, so to speak. Yeah. So when you were talking, literally the entire word that I was seeing is like true connection. So when we're connecting to the breath in breath work sessions, like the most powerful experiences I've ever had have been in the midst of a breath work. Course. Yes. Yeah. Like no drugs, just breath, <laughs> no drugs, just breath. How freaking amazing is that? Yeah. And I think that that's why I knew I had to start get like getting like being a facilitator for breath work. Cause I'm like, I know how powerful this is. And I want everyone to like be able to see the true connectedness that happens solely from the breath. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I love just I feel like I can't even word it more perfectly than you just did, but I do bring the element of the breath into Akashic records. And now after this facilitator course, I'm like, all right, we're going to have to infuse it even more because <laughs> it like, I'm like, cause the breath, the, breath, the breath is where it's at. Yes, I agree. And also I know that it is a portal for other people to connect to their own Akashic records. Yes. And I want to empower the individual saying like, this is for you. I, you don't have to come to me. I mean, like it's great. And sometimes other people can see what we can't see because of our own conditioning, because of the things that are, we're too close to that we have to zoom out of. So Mm -hmm. I love having facilitators, people who work with others. That's important, but you have access to this at all times. And it's through the breath. Yeah. What? Like, and if you really have, if you've been to a breath work, that's like an extended, you know, over an hour, if you've done that, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. I, you know, it's just so powerful. And I do believe that it's connecting all these things because it's all one. Right. Like we all have different ways of connecting, but we're all connecting to the same thing. And I love that the way that you brought that up. And I was like, how can I go back to this? And now it's coming up. Like we all have different ways of connection. And some ways resonate for one person and they resonate for another. And that also means we all have different gifts. So when I connect with the Akashic records, a lot of the times what I'm able to see is the person's gift, what they're sitting in front of me of, I can read their energy and I'm like, this is your gift. And that's what I want people to know. Like, oh, I have this gift within me. And I remember even just when I started with the Akashic records, I started to pressure myself thinking that like I needed to connect to people's past loved ones. And I was like, if I don't do that, then they're not going to think I'm real. You know, like all these stories that I was telling myself. Um, And I started to recognize that's not my purpose. I can sometimes tap into that if the moment is right. And if that's what's meant to come through, but that's really not my main gift and someone else that is their main gift. And I think it's really beautiful because I love seeing the spiritual community, like more people coming up, more people coming forward. This is becoming more mainstream. I'm like, this is amazing because we all have different gifts. Like there's no competition here because we all have a different power. We all have a different energy, but overall we're connecting to that oneness, that oneness. Mm -hmm. 
And visually what I'm seeing is like, you see the sun, right? And the sun is our source of energy, but the sun spreads out these rays in so many different places and directions and gives life to so many different things. And yet at the same time, it's like all back in one space. And it, it's an opportunity to know that it, we are an extension, but like, that's what makes us individuals, right? We're an extension of source energy expressing itself in our individuality and in our individual gifts or purpose or you know intent in this lifetime which i absolutely love because imagine if we were all the same people walking around it'd be so boring <laughs> and i thought at one point that i needed to be that way yeah and i did too for a long time i think everyone within the spiritual community hits that and i think it's almost like initiation <laughs> I swear because everyone has that story I yeah. remember when I started like yoga teacher training I was like I have to be raw vegan 100% vegan I got rid of all my leather I got rid of all name brand stuff and I'm like hold hold the phone like I I really like this purse like mm -hmm. like I it brings me joy and I'm like I realized that I was attempting to fit into a mold that I thought was what I had to be and now I can embrace you know, the different facets of who I am and still thrive and still be joyous and happy and not feel so restricted. And I think it's a part of the process. It's a part of that, like navigation through a thousand percent. And I, it's so funny when you were speaking, like that diamond came up and like a diamond is like pressurized carbon, yeah. you know? And like, I love the fact that we all have different experiences that led us to the same place in different ways, right? but it's just such a beautiful thing. And I think it's so key to remember that our worthiness, you know, is not dependent on what we do. And even just like in the yoga teacher training, you're saying like, oh, I have to be raw vegan. And like, I used to have those ideas about spirituality too. Like I was talking about this the other day. Like if I drink coffee, like there was some thought in my head that I was less than because I was drinking coffee because yeah. I'm not like non-caffeinated. Right. And even though I, there's, I've been there too, so many times. <laughs> and you know how there are certain things that make you feel better energetically. And that's right. something to listen to, but none of the things that you do on a day-to-day -day basis make you more or less worthy. Right. Right. So and true. It's so powerful. It's it is so powerful. And, and it's, it is, you know, something to embrace too, because like you said, sometimes that, that thought process is on rewind in the mind and it's actually blocking your blessings and it's pulling you further away from the essence of instead of bringing you closer to it and have your own flavor and experience within it you know entirely so so powerful now with the akashic records and you do you do these akashic record readings for individuals if you do want to get in contact with Erin she um, has provided all the links and they are all in the show notes if you want to connect with her and give us like some maybe some examples that you've maybe done with with a client of yours that has been super eye-opening for that individual and how the akashic records can not only be a really beautiful portal towards self-awareness but also awareness of the self within and amongst other 
That's a really great question. And I'm like, you know, kind of like my mind is like replaying a bunch of things. Like, how am I going to answer this correctly? Um, no. <laughs> what, I, <laughs> what I think is so beautiful about the Akashic Records, it provides validation to what you already know. And mm. that can sound like, why would I come? And I think that it's really important to remember that someone else seeing you for who you are brings you out of that conditioning. It brings mm -hmm. you out because they don't know you. This reader doesn't know you. So when someone is voicing your gifts to you, something hits you at a different level. Mm -hmm. And it brings this beautiful validation of something that you probably already knew within right. you. Deep within your being. Deep within your being. You already knew this. <laughs> my husband just got me off coffee. <laughs> oh my God, I love it so much. <laughs> but I, so I have had people come to me. A lot of the times they have a question that they already know the answer to. Mm -hmm. I think I would say 100% of the time that is the case. And what's really interesting is they've been trying to force themselves to do something a different way. Right. When they knew within them what their truth was, but they wanted someone else to reflect that back to them. So I like to caveat Akashic Records readings. The way that I do them is I'm probably not going to tell you anything that you don't already know within. I'm going to reflect you back to yourself, mm -hmm. which we all need that sometimes. I think that it's such a powerful thing because it builds connection. There's just so much power and beauty within it. Um, but I will have people come to me and maybe get triggered by what comes through because their ego is so heightened. Mm. So I remember there was one reading and I was really, really nervous. I, I guess I could feel the energy prior to, and I was talking to her and I was talking about speaking her truth. And she's like, well, I already speak my truth. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. So then I start going deeper and deeper. And she was like, well, I already do that. That doesn't apply to me. And I was like, oh God, because <laughs> you know, my ego comes in. And I'm like, oh my God, am I not good at this? Am I not doing this correctly? Okay. That imposter syndrome crap. Kept oh my God. We kept digging deeper and deeper. And then I was brought to a past life of hers. Like I just felt myself like on red sand and I was like, I was like, we're in Egypt. And I was like, and this is the time of the Pharaohs. And she like, her like jaw drops open. She's reading a book about the time of the Pharaohs reconnecting to her like Jewish faith. And there was this like energy behind not being able to be free, not being able to speak freely. And that was like the energy that I was picking up. And then she was like, oh my God, I can see that how I do that in my daily life. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> And like, we kept get digging deeper and deeper. And I think it's really beautiful because it can bypass the ego and some of the messages like past life messages. When you tap into those, it's kind of like the ego sheds its guard. Yeah. Because you're like, not so identified it from this past life. You'll dig into another past life. And then eventually you can like, kind of see the thread of how it carried forward. Right. So I love the Akashic records for that purpose, because we can tap into things that maybe the ego eventually will shed its guard because we keep digging deeper, different layer. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, I haven't had many where someone at face value was like, I don't resonate with that at all. And 
it was just something that stuck out in my mind because the Akashic records let us peel back different layers, peel back different energies to get to that. So she could see how it does impact her in this life. And that's what I think is the most important about Akashic records. Yeah. So it's really cool to connect to past lives. It's really cool to see it. Like a lot of people are kind of junkies in that way. They're like, I just want to go see that. I just want to do that. Cool. That's your, my reading probably isn't going to be good for you because I'm not about like just seeing that for what it is, because you know, you can go do a past life regression yourself on YouTube and see different stuff about that. How does it carry forward to this life? How is right. how are you energetically entangled to something? How can we release that? And it's really about bringing it into the conscious. And then also we have to work through it subconsciously. Yeah. <laughs> you know what has to have? So like one-off Akashic records, I'm seeing the limitations there. I'm seeing how like, this is so beautiful but I'd love to use it in more of a coaching container instead of like a one-off because then I never see them again. Bye. Right. And they might've gotten it and it's great. And I love the people who keep coming back. Cause they're like, Oh, I want to dig deeper. I want to see more and like do it consistently because you know that they're there for the work instead of just like having another reading. Yeah. And what came through as you were, you know, talking into my awareness was it's almost like emotional encoding, right? It's like, we're all given these, umbrellas of emotion but oftentimes we aren't really keen on how that emotion has its you know I don't know I guess it's a little tick right into why you have those emotions at certain times or why those emotions are triggered or why you automatically react in some way because you know you know this feeling was there once before and you reacted in this fashion. So it's almost like this um, ability to understand the deeper codes connected to those umbrella emotions of grief, of sadness, of joy. Um, and interestingly enough, the way in which you speak about the Akashic records is very similar to, and this is just coming through now, the way that I do the tarot. And a lot of my tarot clients end up becoming one-on-one -on -one clients that I coach for that same reason. And yeah, like you said, uh, when you take a reading and you get all this information, it's like, great, but now how are you going to integrate that into your life? And how are you going to use what came through to step forward differently to progress right instead of taking these messages and being like oh okay well that's not what I wanted to hear and say like that might be what I needed to hear you know entirely and integration I love that you brought this up is like the whole of it the awareness is one thing and awareness is key because you can't integrate something until you're aware of it so I mean it all Absolutely. is connected but for so much of my spiritual awakening experience that integration was missing. Yeah, it is for I, many. I know. And I like, if I find it so interesting and now I'm kind of just like, want to scream to the world, like integration, we have to integrate. <laughs> and that looks different for everyone, but it's just so vital. But a lot of people don't want to get into that. Yeah. So true. it's work. It is work. It's a lot of work. And it's a lot of like digging to the depths of areas of your life that you may not have known or 
felt in a really long time that bring that discomfort, but it's within that discomfort that the nectar of life really is, right? Like when you think about a seed being put in the soil, it needs that nutrition from the darkness in order to be able to rise up and grow. And it's the darkness that sometimes becomes this gift, right? Like the wound becomes the gift and this alchemizing happening that, that partakes when you realize like, okay, this is your reality, but let's split this into complete polar opposites. And I want you to visit both polar opposites and then come back to the middle way, right? It's like when you're here and you don't get a taste of the duality individually at some point in your life, when you come back together, you're, you're not, you don't feel whole unless you have the shadow work and yet the highs with the highs, the lows with the lows and saying, okay, I got to figure out how to, how to bring this all into a balanced state. Right. And, and be able to heal myself, not go to a healer, but like heal myself. I know. And like, I just know so many people that have, I mean, I did it myself. Like I got very much into like, spiritual bypassing even it's funny because when we brought up abraham hicks before i remember listening to abraham hicks at the very beginning of my spiritual awakening and i used it to spiritual bypass yeah i used it to only focus on the light i used it to and that's not the message of abraham hicks at all but that's how i could perceive it so now when i've come back to it all these years later like you were saying, it hits completely differently because I've integrated. I yeah. know the darkness and I know that darkness is just as beautiful as the light. Absolutely. Ooh, full body chills with that one. <laughs> full body chills with that one. And it is just as beautiful. It's equally as beautiful and sometimes even more so, right? Because when you get to that space and you recognize that you healed that part of you or you let go of that old belief system, what ends up, you know, the, the energy that clears, that clears the way for you is so much brighter than it would have been if you just like had it handed to you, right? It's like, you don't, you miss that. You don't have that um, appreciation or that, that richness within it, you know? A thousand percent. Yeah. I remember growing up, a lot of things were handed to me and I did not appreciate them right. at, at all. And when they were taken away from me, I was like, oh, I have to work for this. And then the like, ego goes fucking wild. Oh right? my God. Yeah. Terrified, mad that I had to work for it. And I was like, oh my God, but I had such a better life like a few years ago when I was not depending on myself. What a powerful thing it is to depend on yourself, to be Man. the one who takes responsibility. Empowerment comes via responsibility. And when you have responsibility for your life, you can create whatever life you want. Absolutely. And like the accountability that comes with that, you know, and it's that part is, is, is so precious. So, so precious. Ah, so good. I remember I went like, my mom was like super Christian. That's the household I lived in. It was like from her house to my first husband's house with the family and I never knew what it was like to be self-sufficient. And when I, you know, broke things off and I had the divorce with my first husband, that, that happening of 
having to pay for my bills and, you know, rationing my money and organizing my life and having my own space was so empowering that it, it catapulted me forward. And you're so right, because when you are, are given something, the work doesn't, what's the best way to say it? Your efforts, right? There was no effort for gain. It was yeah. just gain. And that means that the cyclical energetic cycle of give and take, giving and receiving, yeah. giving and receiving wasn't activated. It was one way, right? But when you activate it and you realize that energy of giving and receiving and you know how it works, that's when the, when the realization and the power comes through in all levels, right? Relationships, finances, all of it, all aspects of life. A thousand percent. I love the way that you just put words to that because it is so true. It has, there has to be an energetic exchange of some kind or else you will not go anywhere. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so true. You know, I would love if you're, if you're open and willing to see if there's any messages for the collective, if we can maybe get a little flavor of how this Akashic record energy can really help collectively if you feel called. If not, we can totally. Oh, I gotta do it now. You're calling me out. I, I can't step away from that. Yeah, you can. Listen, no, I can't. Open up that show, throat chakra again and say, no, bitch. I said no. No, no my, my throat chakra is saying we gotta speak something, so. All right, so let's censor. And you know what, too? Coming through to me now too, if you want to open up for those of you who are listening, who are not driving, who have a moment to maybe partake in maybe a little breath work before or something like that, um, before listening, if you're driving, obviously you could do it with your eyes closed and <laughs> join us in welcoming in these messages. Oh yeah. I love it. All right. So if you're not driving, close down the eyes, tune into the body Tune into the breath, this beautiful life force that flows through. Breathing in and breathing out. And again, just feeling called to clear this energy, clear anything that maybe feeling sticky in the body or stuck or just inviting more movement into it let's take three deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth breathe in through the nose hold at the top and let it out the mouth with a sigh <sighs> two more times at your own pace Keeping the eyes closed while they open up the space. We hold space with gratitude and openness to connect in the Akashic records. 
an infinite gap where all events of the past, present, and future exist, and we may access this infinite wisdom that is not bound by time or space. Help me to know the collective energy in the light of the Akashic records, to see this collective energy through the eyes of the Lords of the records. Thank you for allowing me to hold space and connect in the Akasha for the collective energy. Just gonna repeat it two more times, silently, keeping the eyes closed. The records are now open and you may open up the eyes, meeting yourself back into the space. If you are here right now, it is meant for you to be here. How frustrating can it be to want to be somewhere else and finding yourself in this moment not there? We bring the message forward, all is well, all is beautiful and there is nowhere else that you need to be. We often think that doing is what makes everything unfold, but most of the time it is being. Sometimes being requires doing, follow that. But a lot of the times it requires just being in the energy of you, just moving forward in the world, following what lights you up, following the joy and knowing that what is meant for you is on its way. When you truly believe that, nothing is limited. You can have exactly what you want. You can have exactly the life that you want. The mind may come in and say, but I need resources, but I need to do this, but I don't have it yet. So how am I supposed to get it? And we ask you to just sit still Sit in stillness and know that it is already on its way. When you continue to force your own agenda, when you continue to force what is coming to you, you push it away. We want you to know that it is okay. You don't need to worry yourself into your manifestations. You can't worry yourself into your manifestations. You can't. You try. You try, you might try and try and try, and then you will be tired and then you will be burnt out and then you will be sad. You will think that it is never coming to you. In the moments that you are broken open, we ask you to remember that you are worthy of everything that you want. And if it is not here yet, it's because something better is coming along. We want you to know that part of this experience includes all of it, but you are also meant for a ton of joy. People think that life is suffering and while that does occur, life is also so much happiness and beauty and joy too. That life is possible for you. We just want you to remember in the midst of darkness, there is so much light here and you could not see it without this dark period. If you're here right now, you are meant to be here, full stop.
So whenever you feel tired, rest. Whenever you feel sad, cry. And whenever you feel happy, let yourself be consumed by the joy. There is nothing you need to be but you. And that you unfolds every single step of the way. Take a deep breath in. And let it out. We'd like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for your message. We ask for you to help us integrate these messages into our light, physical, and subtle bodies so that we may move forward in more awareness of our purpose. Way you continue to surround our souls with light and unconditional love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The records are now closed, amen. The records are now closed, amen. The records are now closed, amen. <sighs> Opening up your eyes whenever you feel ready. If they're closed. <laughs> just taking a couple moments to like digest that i think that you touched on something that is a really hot topic in many people's awareness which is manifestation and i love that what came through was an opportunity to recognize that manifestation is possible but it goes beyond the words it goes beyond the vision board right it goes beyond the tactile reality and i think that a lot of people miss the mark in manifestation as a frequency of resonance, right? And it's the resonance of worthiness within that gives you the life that you desire outside yourself because you're whole already. So if you're already whole within, your desires become whole without. And there's a lot going on right now in the whole manifestation game. And I've seen some crazy things out there, like $7, learn how to manifest. And I'm just like, it's not a fast track thing. It is deep integrative work. Entirely. Um, I've been on this journey actively for 10 years, my whole life and past lives and whatever, but aware of it for 10 years now. And I am just finally really connecting to the energetics of manifestation. Yes. And I know it's a forever journey, but so many times we think and want that quick fix when 
it's all energetic and energy, you know, there's divine timing behind energy. And there's also a lot of work to allow yourself to be in that beautiful frequency of the manifestation that you're looking to attract. And a lot of the times our motives behind the manifestation are completely misaligned (laughs) with our purpose. You know, they're completely misaligned with our purpose, completely misaligned with what is meant to be. Mm-hmm. So then we do this work and we're like, wait a minute, I didn't get what I wanted. I didn't get this manifestation and you were not supposed to. Right. And I really think it's so important of the manifestation work, always like caveating with the or better. Yeah. And the or better really is a lot of the time a lesson. So when you're trying to manifest something and you don't get it, that or better is the lesson of what is within you that is blocking this energetically or what mm-hmm. is within you that is wanting something that's actually not in alignment with you mm-hmm. the old belief system and something that came through was the the manifestation motive right it's like what's the motive behind that manifestation that you exteriorly want to see And most people would, I would say 99.9%, all we want is to feel happy and fulfilled. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the times we think that something outside of us is going to get us there. And that's why we manifest to get that external that we think is going to shift the internal. And that's why manifestation most of the time doesn't work because we're always looking externally for that thing that we're manifesting instead of the internal. And that's how these people are making money. I know. <laughs> Cause they know that people want to manifest that external, you know, and it's, it's, it's really interesting that there are, they're playing on what it is, you know, they're playing on that marketing wise on, on what that is. And yes, manifestation is real, right. But we also have to get real with ourselves on the motive in which we want to manifest and get down to the root of why we want that. And more often times than not, it's a sense of, it's usually an emotion that we want to feel. And that emotion, like I said before, has strings attached in different places in different areas, right? It's like, okay, I want to feel successful. Well, why? In whose eyes, right? What are the strings attached to that feeling of success? And where is that leading you? Because where each of those strings lead you will bring you to a different realization and understanding for that success container that you're attempting to create entirely and I feel like just there's also this attachment to emotion Mm -hmm. that comes through you know like we want to feel happy so we become attached to the feeling of happiness and we think that this thing is going to bring that happiness but as we all know nothing brings you happiness forever no Emotions are fleeting. They come up and they go down. And as, if we're constantly attaching to emotions, which is most of the time why we manifest, because we want to feel good. We want to feel happy. Right. Um, something is going to elude you. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get to where you're searching to get. Powerful. So freaking good. (laughs) 
This is a really good conversation. I think, I feel like we could keep going over coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Please let's, I'm always looking for people that will listen to me talk about this stuff and then also talk about it too. (laughs) Right, we can make this a thing. But truly, it's it, it's such a beautiful conversation to have and to like riff, right? And and be able to share these perspectives that'll activate perspectives in other people. And myself, and I know for sure you as well, we're in we're in the in the game of service of awareness. We're serving awareness, you know, and like dishing it out, you know, and the ability to be able to step into a container like this and and do that. It's just so enriching and fulfilling. And you could feel spirit moving through here and through the conversation and just the palpable purpose behind the conversation. And truly rich in everything that we've talked about. And I'm, I'm sure that we can keep going, but (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure our listeners are are prepared for a two-hour <laughs> podcast, but we, I mean, if you ever want to toy with, you know, I don't know, just throwing this out there, like an Akashic forecast for the month, I'm sure you already do it, um, but sharing, I can share that in some container, however, however it builds, and with whatever you're doing, I love supporting other women that are with the woo and understand that the woo comes with the work. I'm all about that. And I'm all about sharing that with other people who are in that process and giving them a perspective. Because like you said, sometimes it's challenging when you're newly into the things of spirituality and getting into your own authenticity. Sometimes you don't have that tribe yet. And sometimes your tribe is resources like your podcast and mine. So being able to be a facilitator in that container in any capacity, um, is, is our work. So I love this so much. Now, again, if you want to connect with Aaron, all the links are in the show notes. And I know that you do have a mentorship and I think we touched on it briefly, but I would love for you to um, let listeners know what this would look like if they wanted to work with you and um, any other tidbits that anything that you'd like to share and add on. Yeah. Thank you so much just for this opportunity. Like I can, I just know that this is, just the beginning yeah. for our connection and collaboration. Um, I feel that very powerfully. So I just want to thank you for starting it off because oh the best God. is yet to come. Yes, um, <laughs> but with my mentorship, um, again, kind of touching upon the fact that a one-off session is great, but working continuously and knowing that the work is something that we need to do continuously is something that I'm so like just passionate about. So I opened up this container and it can be either one month, three months, six months, um, where I bring in all the different tools from my tool belt and teach them to you. So I will teach you to connect to the Akashic records. I also will do Akashic records readings with you. We'll bring in breath work. Human design is something I'm super passionate about continuously learning. And we always take into account your human design when we work one-to-one because that is a huge component. Huge. Oh my gosh. Like if everyone acted like everyone was generators, like, which usually we do, like everyone's uh-huh. like, you know, we got to grind, 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 grind. But most people aren't built like that. 
well, seventy okay. percent of the world is generators, but a lot of people aren't <laughs> built like that. <laughs> um, so we take into account your human design, and it's really a tailored program. So we just work on all the different levels: somatic, energetic, spiritual. Bring it all in, and it's something that I just know is going to help change the world. I feel so passionately about that because we're empowering you. I'm not telling you that I have the answers. I'm showing you the tools that I use to get my own answers. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of fun, Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of work and a lot of play. (laughs) So that is my like most recent exciting offering and one that I'm most passionate about because I know that a one-time thing is probably going to be good for a very short amount of time. We're looking long-term. How do we change your life? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing right now. Um, I do host monthly workshops and I'm going to hold myself to it now that I'm saying it here um, that will incorporate breath work and energy healing. And I have one that is coming up, but I will let you know the details to put in the show notes. That would uh, be amazing. Yeah. And again, just this just was so resonant. Thank you so much for having me. You can find me on Instagram. That's like, I know it was like, you know, I'm trying to think about like how I found you. I think it was like, do you use hashtags? Mm -hmm. Okay. So then maybe it was a hashtag that I was looking at. I saw this like colorful post and I clicked on your page and I was just like fingering your page here. And I was (laughs) like, ah, dig it. And then I think that I saw, I think I saw on your stories, you had, you had podcasts and I listened and I was like, I need to reach out to this girl. Like something's <laughs> calling me to like reach out to this chick. So here we are. And like you yeah. said, I truly feel like this is just the beginning of something really magnificent in some capacity. And like, I'm, I already have something twirling, which we'll chat after, but, um, such, such an, a, a truly soul fulfilling conversation you are an earth angel and we are so grateful that you are with us and we are so grateful that you're paving the way in the way that you are because truly we need you and for all of you listening we need you too like you're here on this podcast you're here listening and if you're still with us the message is let's go let's ride let's go let's ride let's change the world little bits at a time, one person at a time, you know, it's just such a beautiful, beautiful, ah, beautiful energy, beautiful energy. Thank you so, so much for being a part and carving out the time to be here with me and my listeners. And once again, connect with Erin, um, Instagram, uh, connection for her mentorship, all in the show notes, along with her podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Love you lots.